Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles, the scrub watch of the crew uh, mingled with the officers on the ship and found where everyone's head was at seeing as the Sturge was being trailed by a dread pirate ship. They caged and discussed with other members of the crew. They discovered the map and inferred that they are being led into the strange kelp. There was also much discussion about lemon tarts and I myself spoke with Cyclop, a lieutenant aboard the ship, about a potential mutiny. Will the crew side with the scrub watch in this attempt to mutiny the captain of the Sturge and wrest their freedom from the rest of the crew? Let us find out on Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles. So, Ruber, is there anything you and Celeste are trying to accomplish, or are the two of you going to stay in this room until uh, the uh, captain comes down and finds you and has you keel hauled? No, if, the, <laughs> if there's nothing else, we should go before we are caught here. I, I think we have enough information. I double-check the maps to see if there's anything I want to steal, but I decide this is not the time yet. Yeah, his treasure maps aren't out right now, unfortunately. Yeah, um, so. All right. So Rubert and uh, and Celeste, you leave that room, and then uh... and try to relock it, even though yeah, it's... Can, can we like reach around the door and lock it, and then shut it behind us? Unfortunately, it's like a bolt that slides over, and there's no way to like slide it without uh, being without there. string. A string could do it, but it might leave string behind. Uh, if only Phil were here. <laughs> Am I on the deck? Can I see them? Or jewels. Uh, if only either of the others were there. Uh, so, Phil, um, I actually need to circle back to you. So you've created these baubles, uh, and you've done a great deed to win over the uh, scrub watch. So you even have the lowest of the low is, is looking at you with thanks and happy as they pump these bilges, because you're taking on a lot of water, because you are hitting waves hard and moving as quick as you can to escape the uh, Nasher that still gains on speed, dra- dragged by its three massive sails, and pushed onwards by the hulking strength of its crew that work the oars. Um, so, Phil, the uh, the bilge crew is very thankful for you um and you have subtly slipped the alarm into the uh, longboat so no one else can steal or not the longboat the uh dinghy so no one else can steal it um and uh 
yeah, so at this point, you've maybe stepped out on the deck uh, in the hot summer sun, or the hot tropical sun, and you see, uh, or you spot Rubert and Celeste sneaking out of the navigation room and looking at it, trying to figure out how can they, like, do something to the lock. You gather they're trying to lock it. Okay, um, while I'm downstairs, I want to have grabbed my uh, green glass-tinted goggles that I had let them borrow. So I oh, have yeah. those again. All right. Um, all right. I see uh, Rubert and I do the nose thing, but <laughs> I'm not doing any code. I'm asking him if he wants to snort snuff with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't that your mutiny symbol? <laughs> is that this group's like code word is finger on the nose? Let's do a mutiny. <laughs> Does he do it back to me? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I pull my, like, I start pulling my tin out. Um, and I'm like, is this, this door's open, right? We could get some privacy in here. Let's do this. No. Let's do wait, this. Wait, wait. No, no, no. And I so- open up my snuff and I show it to him. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not I thought, yet. I thought that's where you kept your, your tools. I, this was, we need this door locked. Is that what that means? I thought you wanted to, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, but downstairs, not, not sure. yet. Not right. yet. All right. All right, what's going on? What do you guys need? We need this door locked. Quiet. Okay, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> Can I use my, uh, like, dig deeper into the tin and pull out my thieves' tools? Are they just covered in snuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I imagine it's, like, like Altoids tin, and then in the Altoids tin is, like, um, like that little, like, like, big lip layer that you... Like, okay. Yeah, like a little lip balm kind of, like, circular thing that has okay. the snuff in it. Cool. Uh, soon enough, you just got to get a coke ring. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, do you try to relock the door? So, wait, you want me to relock it, or am I unlocking it? What am I doing? Relock it. it. All right, I'm on it, baby. Let's so we, do this. DC ten, lo- DC ten, dexterity thieves tools to. And I cast guidance because this uh, is perfect thieving, as we were instructed dope. today. I, I put my thieves tools in my left hand and remember I'm missing my th- my finger. <laughs> and I go to Rubert, you know, what's in this for me if I lock this? Um, we don't get caught and uh, walked off overboard. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. All right. <laughs> sure, yeah, grog. fine, fine, fine. I haven't finished fine. my grog yet, so. Do you need more motivation than that? Well, I don't know. I was thinking maybe I could take one of your fingers and we call it even, you know, <laughs> and I hold up my hand. <laughs> that's fair, actually. I Yeah, that's a solid point. No, that these are my tools. This... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I put it in my I, other really? <laughs> Put it in my other hand. Fine, 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 fine. All right. What is it? DC 10? Yeah, DC 10. Dexterity Thieves Tools. With guidance. Oh, it's a 10, baby. 8 plus 2. That's all I oh, needed. Yeah, I won't even roll the guidance then. Thank you, though. Um, so you don't even pay attention to the port. But you relock the door, uh, so it's as if nobody noticed. Uh, at this point, Zell Nern comes trudging up the stairs, headed for the poop deck to speak with the captain. Uh, Jules, you uh, as you made it to the uh, the main deck, uh, young Amory looked super worried. Uh, about all the cuts that he thinks he might have imposed on you uh, and it says that you should wait here and he sprints down to find Hacksaw to bring him to you um, 
giving you the opportunity to, if you want, because uh, at this point you see Zelnern passing by you, if you want, you can accompany Zelnern to go talk to the captain, or you can uh, hang out main deck and do something else. Yeah, I'll go talk to the captain. All right, so you tag along with Zelnern. Follow my lead. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing, Zelnern. The two of you reach the main deck, or sorry, the main deck, the poop deck, where uh, up above the navigation room, uh, and here you find uh, that the you find that Laristrad and uh, the quartermaster, a uh, or a uh, man who takes things far too literally, um, and uh, is always good. You've you from what you've gathered, he's very reliable, always true to his word, but he expects everyone else to be incredibly prompt as well, just the same. So if you take more than like twenty minutes to get something done that he asks you to do, he gets incredibly grumpy and frustrated with you. But if you ask him to do something and he agrees to do it, he'll usually do it right away. So he's a good loyal man, but also has little patience for other people and other people's schedules. Um, but as you uh, step up, you see the quartermaster is uh, currently at the wheel while Laristrad stares off into the now dark night sky, looking to uh, off towards the uh, the lanterns glowing on the horizon that mark the Nasher. Uh, the quartermaster doesn't look up for or look away from. I'm sorry. The quartermaster does kind of turn as you to approach. He says. Oh, the captain's not wanting to talk to anyone right now. The captain will want to hear from me if I could have just a moment. Uh, <laughs> the quartermaster sort of pauses and says, You're the ones what found the treasure, huh? And I think, I think you've earned a bit of an opportunity. Go on and talk to him. Uh, and she yeah. says, Captain Laris Strahd, there's a couple crew members, uh, the ones what found the treasure, looking to talk to you. Uh, Laris Strahd sort of turns, looking at you almost like a hawk, uh, and puts his spyglass down that he was just staring into the dark of the night with. And you can tell his hands are shaking. Uh, he has a flop sweat, and he looks terrified. Uh, it looks like not a man in charge who feels safe and in control or with a plan. It looks like a person who is staring down a sword point or has a sword to his throat and has nowhere else to run. Um, he looks at the two of you as you approach and he says, what, 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 what is it? Captain Larastrad, I wanted to talk to you first about this I had heard from the chef who is spreading the rumor it is out <laughs> that you may be using some form of imbibification to help with your captaining. Before you say anything, <laughs> I want you to know I have dealt with this manner, matter. I have gotten them to give the rest of the crew some extra grog from you. I believe this will this will make up for 
your certain deficiency (laughs) without anyone knowing otherwise. Laristrad is aghast at the uh, the uh, at the forward yeah the audacity that's the word the audacity of this scrub watch who was involved with his first mate dying to come up here and tell him he has an addiction problem and it, <laughs> and the the scrub watch superseded the captain's orders to grog everyone up on the ship so that they were too drunk to notice that the captain has a is suffering withdrawal uh, so. Uh- what I need you to do is roll a persuasion to see if the captain res- uh, sees this as the charming approach of a uh, socially uh, different man, or uh, who's maybe these are dwarven turtle uh, relationship styles, or if the captain is incredibly offended. I, I wanted to also play this up on like an insight because I could kind of see what was really triggering him and my my whole entire long trek up here i was really thinking of like what would the captain be okay. concerned about right now I'd, I'd let it be a w- insight because you're basically hitting on everything that is at his core and trying to yeah i'd let that be an insight can i give him one of my inspiration yeah you're apparently a farm of those. Love that. i got How three of them cutting have? off a finger three from a oh, finger yeah yeah uh, the yeah, finger paid off um with with that i get a 19 then uh, Laristrad, pause for a minute. Jules, there is a long pause. How do you feel about, as you've just followed uh, the turtle up, Zelnern said, hey, follow my lead. You've come up here, and he starts saying all this to the captain with you next to him. I say, uh, sorry, Captain, I actually didn't come here with him. I, I, I had a message from Crab Claws. So Jules tries to like excuse himself when the captain holds up a hand and he says, You did a damn fine thing. What was your name, Tortle? My name is Zelnern. Well, Zelnern. known as Shellfriend. Yes, yes I, I speak Dwarven. Uh, Zelnern, if you, uh, do you speak Dwarven? I do. Are you quicker in Dwarven than you are in Agdalen? Somewhat. It's much sharper <laughs> tones. <laughs> it's much sharper tones and requires less lips. It's true. Uh, the captain asks if you'd like to speak in Dwarven to him, or if you would prefer to practice your common, or your Agdalen. I, in, in Dwarven, I say... I would prefer to practice my common, but if you do not want our shipmate to hear, I I understand the necessity of Dwarven. Uh, do you hear Laristrad say back to you, good, me, not, perfect, dwarf man? As you realize, <laughs> he does not speak Dwarven very oh, well at all. We should probably... <laughs> Continue to speak in common. <laughs> so as the two of you uh, specified of the common tongue of uh, the Shattered Isles, which is in this area, Agdalen, or at least on the ship, it's the Agdalen language. Um, the, uh, the captain, he does actually appreciate what you've done. You can tell that he has been stressed and worried, and you've actually just provided him a bit of relief uh, how, uh, by grogging up his crew. 
Um, and seeing that he has allies on his side seems to make <laughs> the captain uh, relax a bit. Um, and he actually expresses that to you, and you can tell there's a lot of tension bleeding out of him with your insight. You can tell there's a lot of tension that's been filling him and worry, uh, and it looks like he is stressed and not confident in whatever plan he has. Captain, uh, if it is not too much to infer, I, wa- I also came to you realizing you had just lost an important first mate a first mate that if i will remind you could not deliver this treasure that i did bring you laristrad looks oh laristrad like interrupts assuming you were done and uh (laughs) says yes it was terrible to have to lose her she was critical to the flow of this crew but twinkle toes is able to work the systems just as well i I wanted to bring this up to you as well. I hope you understand that the crew, to be frank, did not appreciate how the last first mate went about things. And I believe a kinder... Uh, more commiserating uh, first mate would be more appropriate. I'm going to let you attempt a persuasion there. It's going to be a disadvantage because the miserable corpulent (laughs) man that is uh, Captain Lascalar of the Sturge, uh, he is not a... He is... Likened to a mosquito bat, there is nothing about him that says uh, compassion. So, as you attempt to appeal to compassion <laughs> as in a form of efficiency, persuasion with disadvantage. Six. <laughs> the captain kind of looks at you and, I, no, that's absurd. Whippings are the only thing that get people motivated. <laughs> if it weren't for fear, I'd have mutineers all over this boat. And if anything, I had to uh, promote uh, Twinkle Toes because I know that the one that uh, uh, that the one that Estrid was training was obviously going to be a mutineer. She was obviously training uh, Cy- uh, she was obviously training uh, uh, Cyclops in order to uh, betray me, in order to like in a I guess Sith style uh, rule of two <laughs> create an apprentice to overthrow me. He doesn't say Sith style rule of two, but it's the best allegory I could think of. Um, but he expresses, but Captain Les- Captain Lascalar expresses a uh, distrust for Cyclops uh, and uh, says that uh, whipping and fear is the only thing he thinks keeps people in line. Captain, forgive me for my confusion, but. Did you not just say that giving people grog helped your position? Yes, by limiting their mental faculties, so hurting them that way managed to help my position. Yes, by de-stressing them. Whippings stress the the crew. (laughs) 
you try to argue with the, uh, or not argue with, but you try to uh, make the very reasonable argument to Lascalar that, hey, train your crew with compassion will actually make them more efficient and is a better run ship. However, Lascalar, uh, as you like present these things, it's clear that Captain Lascalar is a cruel man. Uh, it, life has been unkind to him, and he is unkinder than life ever made him. Uh, he hears everything you're saying but rejects it argues against it and it's clear that there is no ability to uh in this moment make lascalar decide to be a nicer captain or uh choose in unharmful methods it seems as if captain oh, lascalar no. is a, uh you you say that to captain lascalar perhaps in dwarven so he doesn't really understand <laughs> yeah. uh he looks over and he says in Dwarven, uh, your funeral too, but he's trying to say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> so it becomes apparent to you, Jules and Zelnern, as the two of you step down from the uh, the poop deck, uh, that Captain Laskalar is a dick. Uh, he Jules in on what I heard about him taking this tincture too, on our way back down. Oh, interesting. Make sure this gets spread. That he's an inconsistent and unreliable captain. So, I in fact, knew that. at this point, uh, the five of you, uh, Jules, uh, Rubert, Celeste, Phil, and Zelnern, regather in the galley, in a private corner of the galley, uh, as a couple errand boys or cabin boys run out uh, food to the various crews. And Grog. Working. And Grog, an extra serving of Grog oh. to every member. Um, the, uh, you see as... Uh, uh, crab claws comes and drops grog off at each of or for each of you a wooden cup or bowl filled with a mixture of like squeezed putrid orange juice rum and a bit of like barley beer uh grog and uh as they drop that off for you it's like enough to get kind of tipsy on for your extra ration but it's it's all you have uh and uh as she sets that down before you all uh, you all, if I find yourself there, you've kind of spent, this really took a couple hours. Um, there's various things, there's interruptions that we didn't see happen. Um, do you all catch your, each other up on what you've discovered today? And if so, how do you do that? Because you're quietly talking in a corner. You guys, I heard okay. the captain. He is on a tincture. And I tell him about what I heard in the hallway. <laughs> all right. Also, I feel like we need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Whenever Zellnern talks, feel free to turn your podcast app up to like 1.5 or 2 times speed. <laughs> Important details. <laughs> but you won't get as much. I feel like if you just take it <laughs> The slow, impact of the you'll, words. You'll have a better com comprehension by the end. Yeah, you gotta feel the So burn. slow it down. You should really slow it down by 1.5. Zellnern is audio <laughs> art. <laughs> and if you can't appreciate that, then just, you know, you're not welcome. <laughs> All right. All right. So how do you go about sharing this? Zelnern has just shared that uh, Captain Laskalar is a, addicted to some sort of tincture that uh, Hacksaw has been providing him. Uh, and clearly uh, Laskalar needs it to prepare for whatever he's about to do, but can't trust what he's about to do. Uh, but doesn't, like, have confidence in what he's going to do. Uh, does anyone share anything else, perhaps, about what you found in the map room, or what you heard from Cyclops, or what the yeah, gnome I, told you? I share the map. 
information and then point out like we need to figure out what to do um, like, and, redirect. and at that uh phil you recall as uh as Celeste shares that uh, it turns out you're headed for the weird kelp where there be monsters. Uh, you you recall uh, the bosun's words, Chaos's words about uh, you'd be fools to you're fools to go there, but uh, uh, the captain of the Nasher would have to be the uh, dumbest captain in the sea to follow. Um, where are we on the boat? Are we like on like near one of the railings, or where are we? You're We're like in the, in the galley right now. Just tucked away in a corner. Oh, okay. No one's near yeah, eavesdrop, and you guys aren't important enough to listen to. Uh, yeah, I like pull out. I'm like, uh, Rubert, can I, let me see one of those knives really quick? Of course. All right. Uh, I start like. Oh, uh, don't cut a finger off. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, oh you. Oh, you're. Oh. Uh, I I start. <laughs> I start putting the snuff in lines on the table or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a line? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then once Sweet. once a couple people have done lines of snuff with me, uh, I get amped up enough to be like, "Yeah, that that chaos man. She uh, she knows something. She knows the 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 big plan, the big conspiracy of all of this." But I couldn't get it out of her. I was busy. I got big plans. What are your big plans? <laughs> I'm so curious about the big plans. <laughs> All right. You know, I was thinking about it just for me, but I, I like you guys, you know, and I, I feel like we really built trust with the mutiny and now we're doing all my Shush. stuff together. <laughs> Would you keep it down, please? Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, I put an alarm on the boat. So if anyone takes it, we'll know. But uh, that's our that's our escape route. You know, if this all goes south, you know, the little dinghy. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so just, yeah. so just, how how far are we from land? I don't yeah, know. Just uh, <laughs> Celeste, if your knowledge, um, well, based on the maps and where the charts suggested, you passed the vents to so long or a good long time ago. In fact, as I pull up my version of the map, um, you passed the vents a long time ago, putting you out uh, beyond the Azure Stand into the Re Passage. Uh, and headed out uh, towards Pestiland. Um, in fact, if you if you were to lower the longboat and try to, by your guesstimates, row north, um, a night of rowing might make you reach the black uh, the black land or the Black Mound Island. Uh, the uh, that mass of pumice and black sea stone that was thrown up from the ocean floor where the black alchemists have their, uh, their home of pestilence. Um, that is the only land that, uh, yeah, that is the only land that you are within reasonable rowing distance of. If you got the sail rigged on the dinghy, cause you recall there was a sail, you could sail South and maybe reach the vents. However, the vents are a treacherous, uh, multi-tiered ring of mountains, like mountainous islands that jut from the sea that often spew magma and like ash and pumice or in like hail, like fiery hail down onto the ground around them, uh, that might set your, uh, sails aflame. And if beached on there, only through the channel of blades can anyone actually enter the sulfur sea within the vents. But those are your two uh, reasonably reachable with a uh, longboat. Is either the home of the Black Alchemists or the uh, 
inhospitable volcanic islands of the vents. Both of those are uh, not ideal. Hmm. You know, if we wanted the bigger picture, you know, Rubert, you could do, you know, that thing you do. And then uh, Phil Phil tries to emulate what he's seen Rubert do to flirt with the women on the ship. And he picks up his hand wrapped in like that bandage and he like puts it under his chin and like (laughs) he smiles and he has like all these missing teeth. And he just looks... (laughs) You know, when you when you do this to the ladies, you just oh, maybe yeah, if you yeah. did that That's did that to chaos and uh you know, maybe you could kinda of work a little bit more information out of her. I don't know if we want to work that angle, but and then I smile again while doing that still. And I just look disgusting. I imagine Phil's lack of charisma is just how ugly he is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you've had the sailor's fever too many times. <laughs> Hey, let's let's ease up on the snuff there, pal. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> it's all gone. That was it. <laughs> that was the last one, really. Uh-huh. What do you think? It, this stuff's hard to come by. You I mean, all in one day. I mean, hey, it's definitely worth a shot. But um, I think there's other plans in the works already. Um, Just take so, over. Uh, yes. Um, so I spoke to Seaclop. Uh, and uh, apparently, she is none too happy with the choosing of the new first mate. She believes that uh, Twinkletoes is in cahoots with the captain. Well, obviously, they're first mate and captain. Of course, they're in cahoots. But they, she believes that they are leading us basically into a Tarathi blockade through the strange kelp, as it were. Which... If you're not familiar with the strange kelp, it is a dangerous weird. part of this. Yeah, the weird, strange, weird. Synonymous. Not the same. You're, you speak Jalaran as a first language. It's reasonable to you know. Mm-hmm. It's crazy kelp. <laughs> crazy kelp. <laughs> um, but she has already got a mutiny in the works, and I agreed to side with her if uh, and she wanted my help if I could figure out what his plan is and according to the maps you found Celeste I believe we have some semblance of what their plan is so if we give this plan to her she can basically push the button on the mutiny I believe this is a good plan we can side with Cyclop, and she may reward us with officer positions and the new crew of the ship. We trust her? I trust her, yes. I don't know if I trust anyone on this ship, except for... I'm not, I'm not wise enough to disagree. I'm 100%. That's, I mean, perhaps I did not make any insight check on this, but my gut tells me it's a good decision. <laughs> so. You you don't know if she was lying to you? I didn't have to. to get, what if she was just trying to get information because then she'll rat on you to the captain and you'll get keel hauled for wanting to do a mutiny? I don't Jules believe and- so. Because Jules. she seems very unhappy with the new first mate. And I think that enough is... Uh, reason enough to side against the captain. And Jules Mm -hmm. and Zelnern, you can also recall the captain condemning Cyclop 
and thinking Cyclop was plotting against him. It sounds like he uh, had the right idea on that one. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't, I don't really blame Cyclop for that. That's fair. But, but that does put you in an interesting position. You know the captain. Uh, thanks to Zelnern, you've won the good graces of the uh, of the crew and uh, of the captain, but also disparaged the standing of the captain, but then helped to comfort him about it. Um, you realize that you are actually now at an interesting point. You can side with Cyclop, have a uh, mutiny, and uh, hopefully avert the plan that uh, Lascalar is... Uh, has already like sent into action, or you can sell Cyclops mutiny out to Lascalar and hopefully secure yourself some positions by selling out uh, Cyclop and that and the mutineers, uh, and that might give you favor with the captain and the existing power structure. When when slow and steady. I look. <laughs> But you realize, you realize you do have to do something because if you do nothing, you definitely won't benefit from it. I I look up. The... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Cyclop said she could be ready by the evening if we gave morning. her the information. Oh, sorry. Could be ready by the morning if we gave her the information. So I believe, I, I understand patience is a virtue, Zelnern, but. I think uh, time is of the essence right now. I look up at the sky and I was like, well, we do need inner strength and potentially violence. I'm for it. Hmm? Oh, look who's (laughs) listening now. Oh. So I hear Celeste endorsing mutiny. Mm -hmm. And Rubert is obviously endorsing mutiny. I need to hear from Phil, Jules, and Zelnern. Do you endorse mutiny? Or do you endorse sticking with the powers that be? The captain does not support a compassionate state on this boat. I cannot, in good conscience, support him. Because... <laughs> I help people that help me. Nice. That's what that's keeps spirit. us alive. That's the spirit. Way to lean into the character. <laughs> yeah, I like the mantra. You've said that I before. Uh, all right, so uh, it sounds like Zelnern is Team Mutiny. What about Jules and Phil? You might end up dead by the end of the session if you mutiny. What's your thoughts? Whereas. So- you might get until next session for uh, Goldir to kill you if you don't mutiny. Uh, so Cyclop was uh, the old first mate's right hand woman, yeah, right? So she was, yes. yeah, and she was a lieutenant. But yeah. and I mean, how did she treat us? Since we've uh, she's more been the. Uh, you haven't interacted much with her. Um, she's done the bidding of the uh, old first mate, but Estrid preferred to do the whippings herself. She took a delight in it. But you can assume that anyone Estrid would pick as a uh, uh, like a person to train would likely have a lot of the same predilections as Estrid. I say we follow through with Cyclops' plan, but I think we take it a step further and we get rid of Cyclops herself. A double oh, mutiny? A triple <laughs> mutiny. <laughs> I think it's time that we <laughs> stepped up and fulfilled our potential. 
We could do better than this. We can do better than maybe being captains under a former former first mate's right hand. All right. I, so- I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I I I know given your background, this is you know, small uh small potatoes. But hey. um Hmm. Life what? is like the sea. It might lead us there. Well said. So but let's find out when we get there. Okay. So it sounds like uh, Jules is in favor of mutiny, but has amended with a uh, an added offer of uh, double mutiny. Hard hitter. We need allies, though. <laughs> yes, I believe allies within the captain's sphere would help us. Phil, what do you think? Um, I think Phil wants to ruse Bolt in this. Like, uh, I don't want to take action until like the very last minute when I have to. Um, Spoilers. Big yeah, plans. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Well, yeah, big plan. I got big plans. No. <laughs> It's more that he's just a, it's more like I need an exit plan. But like I said, I think I'm too wise enough to disagree with it, but I'm very fluid in the decision where like, if it's going, I'm not going to act first. And if it's not going the right way, I'm not going to act in the way that we need to. Um, And uh, I really think I need to go see Hacksaw before all hell breaks loose. Cause I don't want to like get a fever from the cut (laughs) my, my foot. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Let's uh, just remember we got my boat. Uh, if the double backstab doesn't work, yeah, let's do it. I gotta go see Hacksaw though. All right. Um, so it sounds like uh, the team is on board with uh, mutiny, and but there's some un, uh, unassured or un, there's some lack of agreement about if the double mutiny is gonna work out. Unless you secured more allies to their loyal to you instead of Cicla. Uh Zelnern pointed out if you got some of the officers on your side, that might uh, help you out. Already, you've seen uh, friendliness from uh, Hacksaw, uh, but you can't. It seems more like the bosun is more just sprightly uh, and not necessarily like chaos is more just sprightly and not necessarily like specifically friendly to you all. You've obviously seen that. Uh, um, the uh, the new first mate, Twain Hiltos, has not been very kind to you. And uh, Captain Laskalar obviously won't mutiny against himself. And uh, the uh, the bosun you've seen is pretty, or is incredibly loyal, so unlikely to uh, mutiny. Meaning if you wanted to get officer support, Hacksaw and the bosun, or, or Hacksaw and Chaos are probably your uh, best bets to pursue. But there's also probably some other last-minute chores you'd want to take on, including telling Cyclop about what you've discovered so she can put the uh, mutiny into order? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. The The five of you have just agreed to commit mutiny uh, and conditionally agreed to uh, double mutiny it, making it to where you have now uh, in entering into your third mutiny. Wait, uh, I the- they cancel each other out. I thought it was no yeah. mutiny. Oh, okay. No, that'd just be triple mutiny. They yeah, stack. No. <laughs> Do- double mutiny. You can't be charged for the same mutiny twice. 
So, uh, your intent is to, uh, is to, uh, deliver this evidence to, uh, or the, or to inform, uh, Cyclop about what Captain Lascalar is doing. Cyclop will then use that horrible plan of his that is to, uh, drag, or sail into the weird kelp to try and lose, uh, Gold deer by hoping that the Nasher won't follow into this horribly dangerous area. Uh, that uh, Cyclop intends to use that to motivate the crew to mutiny against the captain, and in so or, and then any officers that refuse to serve will be made to walk the plank. Uh, Cyclop will be made new captain, and uh, uh, Rubert and those that he designates will be granted positions as lieutenants or officers um, in uh, in Cyclop's new control of the ship. Uh, and in also gold de- er, the uh, ship will attempt to parlay with the Nasher uh, and hand over Lascalar uh, and the treasure back to Goldir. Um, the intent, though, or er, your intent, though, is not to be under the thumb of the pupil of First Mate Estrid, and instead find a way, an opportunity to double mutiny against. Lascalar or against a uh, Cyclop uh, during the mutiny against Lascalar, and not in order to keep Lascalar in charge, but instead to instill yourselves or somebody else as new captain. Uh, however, you realize to do this because Cyclop has uh, already been working influence with the uh, crew, and as a uh, lieutenant on the midship, she has a lot more sway and power already. So it's easier for her to take charge than for you as Scrub Watch to take charge. But you're aware that if you get one of the officers or one or more of the officers on your side uh, and willing to engage in your double mutiny, then uh, last or at least engage in the second step of your mutiny. They don't necessarily need to know about or support the first stage of mutiny. Uh, then you can use the weight of that officer's influence to support your mutiny and get the crew to side with you all. Uh, exactly who would be captain in that state is yet unclear. Maybe the officer that you're siding with? Who knows? Um, but that is the current plan. Uh, you are still technically in a long rest. You've done a lot. And uh, in fact, what I'm going to say is uh, for the sake of time and like the fact that you are technically in a long rest, but you're actively adventuring, uh, <laughs> is uh, you all have enough time to accomplish one more major task during this long rest. Uh, that might be trying to br- uh, convince one of the uh, uh, officers to your side. That might be... Uh, uh, out going out seating uh the crew to support you all over cyclops that might be uh abandoning a ship <laughs> that might be uh i don't know uh training that whatever um you have basically you each have time to engage in one more major activity and then rest before uh morning when the mutiny is supposed to take place with that in mind uh what major activity do you each want to engage in I would like to go talk to Leo. And what are you trying to talk? What's your hope is to try and win it? Hacksaw to your side or? Well, I want him, I want to kind of win him over, but I also just want to have him take a look at my condition and to see if he knows anything because nobody I've talked to so far really knows what to do with it. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, Um, And, I'm going to go. 
I'm gonna go with him. I gotta get a cure for my uh, infection. Okay, so you both have medical visits to uh, to Hacksaw, uh, as well as trying to convince him to uh, join your mutiny. Also, you should convince him to give the tincture to the captain so he lets his guard down. Okay, maybe I'll try to figure out what the tincture is, too. Maybe uh, give him a little too much of it? Oh, Maybe a lot too much. We'll, uh, we'll see how... Uh... How easygoing he is. Okay, and then I would like to kind of do an insight check, if possible, to see who or what group of the of the ship um, appreciated or benefited from the extra grog ration the most. So I could kind of talk them up about, you know, a change of winds, so to speak. All right, so you want to basically like talk with a bunch of the crew to like kind of identify who's like willing or who would be amenable to us as power versus uh, Cyclops as power versus keeping Captain Laskell. Yeah. Okay. So that you're able to identify like kind of what's the strength you could marshal. Yeah. Okay. So Celeste, uh, what are you trying to accomplish during this hour or these I, last few hours? I actually want to go check in on Amory. And what are you trying to accomplish with that? I'm trying to check in on him, I think, um, partially because he would have reminded me of my own little brother, um, who's about the same age. So there's that, like, inherent wanting to, like, make sure he's okay. But then also um, knowing that he, there's already that seed of distrust towards the captain um, that's already been sown. So wanting to help spread that and see how it could possibly, like be used to spur on towards like the rest of the crew because i'm sure he talks to a bunch of the other crew members okay cool uh so let's start out with uh let's start out with rubert oh no rubert we haven't heard what you're doing what were you up to rubert uh i think i'm going to go talk to i think chaos i think the bosun okay so, and presumably you first go to Cyclop and uh, share yes. with oh, her yeah, what sorry, you found. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a given. No. Yeah, so you, you tend to that. Uh, she's very secretive about it as you explain it. She seems shocked about that and then calls Lascalar a fool, but then mm-hmm. remarks that uh, he's burned so many bridges all across the Shattered Isles. Of course, that's the only place he has left to run. Um, and where would he go after that? Uh, she shrugs and says, it doesn't matter to us, right? He mm, won't make it, it to see noon tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and as you laugh with your planned mutiny, uh, Cyclope goes off to uh, begin rallying people with this story of the addicted, or the tincture-addicted Lascalar, who's uh, completely unconfident in his own plan, has ordered a fool's feast for himself uh, and his other officers, sworn them to secrecy, is intentionally hiding the path that the uh, group is taking because he's trying to lead everyone into the weird kelp with the intent to lose Goldir or maybe even bring people to an imperial blockade. Uh, And regardless of his reason, the weird kelp is a terrible idea and will damn or destroy everyone and leave their souls dragged to the deep. Uh, and so, using that, she is now uh, motivated or rallying her mutiny against Laskalar. 
Meanwhile, uh, or, and so then following that, Rubert, you head off to speak with the bosun, while Zelnern, uh, I forgot what Zelnern is doing. Zelnern, what are you doing? I'm looking for a group on the ship that right. is most, yeah. Yes, right, well, Zelnern kind of surveys who is, who's, uh, what team are, is everyone willing to play for? And Jules and Phil go and speak with, uh, uh, Hacksaw and Celeste uh, is trying to or is speaking with young Amory. Um, so we're going to start with Rubert here. Rubert, you go and find the bosun. Um, it's pretty late now, so actually the bosun is in her uh, is in the officer's sort of quarters, which is basically not that much different from the uh, shitty quarters that regular crews sleep in. It's way better than your scrub watch half deck. But uh, it's basically they each have private rooms, so to speak, in that they've got, like, canvas cloth dividing them. It's no good place to discuss a mutiny, but it wouldn't be so hard to, like, ask an officer if they can come talk on deck in a private space. Mm -hmm. Um, But you find that, uh, if you head in there and you find that, uh, um, you know, there's, it's, the ship sways back and forth as the hard waves hit it. Uh, there's like a few lanterns glowing, including one in Chaos's uh, sort of like closed off lantern area or closed off like a uh, sheet area or canvas uh, area. Um, you like rap at the wooden post and the little gnome's head peeks out from behind there. She looks up at you and she is wearing like goggles that are clearly like flash scarred and meant to like guard her face from like soldering sparks. And uh, she looks up at you and says, Hey, you're one of those crew, or you're part of the crew that went to the island, aren't you? It's true, yes. The magnificent crew. Okay. <laughs> how, how are you doing? She looks around and she says, well, I'm tinkering. Oh, I just, you know, I'm doing doing the rounds, making sure morale is high. It's been is a that long your day. job? I mean, not ne- not necessarily, but I mean, it's I feel it is my duty as a a man of performance to make sure that uh, everyone is feeling all right. Just wanted to check in and see uh, how you've how you feel you've been treated lately. She looks at you with a bit of confusion. Uh, you've, from what you discovered, chaos is not one for much intrigue or subtlety. Not from like a I refuse to engage in those deceptions, but more like a she doesn't practice the social tact that's required for that subtlety. So instead of uh, you know engaging with your small tact, she looks at you and she says, "Do you need something from me?" <laughs> um, perhaps. <laughs> Are you like you don't know? Or I I'm sorry. I'm no. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just very confused about the the flow of this conversation. Gotta do the hand on the chin. I just you know wondering <laughs> if uh, all your needs are being met. Is that a uh, is that a charisma seduction check that I hear, or well, is that right. a uh... <laughs> fuck? Uh, I might have to. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll let you make a charisma performance on okay. seeing if that charmed her. Uh, 13? The gnome looks at you and says, well, I mean, you know, not quite. There's a few, like, tools a girl could use, you know, like calipers and 
There's a special type of screwdriver they only have in the Onsen Ash Chappelle. Oh, and a couple of Delendrant firearms would be pretty wonderful. Oh, they make this kind as a cannon. That would be wonderful to have as a proper cannon. We could put sailors in the cannon and launch them out. Uh, and she starts to describe, for a moment you're like, oh, she's interested. But then she starts describing these various inventions that she needs parts <laughs> for. And you realize that Chaos's mind is just that, chaos, mm. uh, as it jumps from one idea to this new and next idea. However, you realize that she is interested in talking to you mm. about these random inventions and seems to be willing to let you hear out what requirements she needs because no one else on the crew is willing to and the quartermaster doesn't acquire any of these goods for her. Yes, has uh, Lerestrad or Draven, have they uh, been responsive to any of these requests? Um, she kind of looks around and says, why don't we talk out on deck where uh, we don't wake my fellow officers? Uh, ah, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> and she uh, ducks back into there and a moment later scampers out uh, fully clothed and out onto deck. Um, the green-haired gnome with like, the short-cropped green hair uh, strides across the deck. Uh, under the uh, star, like beautiful tropical starlight, there's no city lights or anything blocking out the scar- stars, and it is just ablaze with light, making the entire sea uh, shine brilliantly. The negative piece of this is that you can see the black shadow no longer on the horizon, but well and truly visible in the distance. That black shadow full of orcs, full of uh, monsters coming to devour you, to destroy you, and take back the treasure you stole. Um, So with that uh, symbol in the distance, uh, you have this uh, starlit uh, talk with with Chaos. Dope. So, um, yes, as uh, the captain or the quartermaster, they, it seems they have not been responsive to your ingenious requests for requisitions. Uh, so you, you kind of try and poke at that area, and she does ex- agree and express that, that, yeah, they haven't at all. Like, I wanted this item. They wouldn't give it to me. I wanted this item. I think we could put, like... Well, you see that manganel there? She points at it. Now, manganel is great, but it is nothing compared to the engineering prowess that is a trebuchet like that the manganel is great but it's no trebuchet you know i mean that's but we're stuck with a manganel on board because it's too heavy to have a trebuchet but what i'm telling them is if we make the trebuchet's throwing arm out of mithril well then it's very light see this is the type of genius ideas that deserve to be heard by a ship's captain it is and do you know they say that in Port Providence, they are, there's a dwarven mining company right now who's just found a mithril vein. We could go and rob that entire mithril place. We're pirates, <laughs> after all. And yet, oh no, that's in the heart of the Agdulin Empire. That's full of Tarathi navy boats. But I have a counter-argument. We're Who really cares? nimble. We go in <laughs> through the bayous, mm-hmm. swim up in there like lizards. Anyways, I'm just saying, there's all sorts of ideas about how we could do it. I don't know. Deals with the Rotting King. You know, whatever it takes. We just need to get the Mithril, and then we can have a trebuchet that hurls people onto the other boats. See, these are the type of genius ideas I love to hear. And But you said something that struck me. You said, whatever it takes. To get a trebuchet? <laughs> well... 
Mithros trebuchet? Yes, of course. I it me- I meant more in the the abstract. Perhaps mm, there may be a captain more willing to hear these ideas. What are you talking about on the Nasher? No, I think uh, I don't even. I think she only has cannons that she's stolen from that from Delendrin's ships. I doubt they even know how to maintain ca- uh, cannons over there. Ugh, what a right. waste. No, perhaps on this very ship, there may be perhaps a new captain oh, sometime very soon that would be much more open to these type of ideas. Persuasion check, as you've just openly referenced mutiny. <laughs> do you want... Oh, baby. No, I still want... have one more. I still okay. have one more. I'm going to use it. <laughs> That's uh, dirty 20. <laughs> I like that phrase. Um... One of the ship's cats runs by you and uh, meows as he goes, stalking after a rat. Um, and uh, the uh, the gnome looks up and contemplates for a moment and then says, Huh. Oh. I don't... Hmm. We're being honest. I don't think this ship's making it past, I don't know, 9 a.m.? 8 a.m.? <laughs> She points in the Whoa. distance. That's Black Rock over there. I don't know if you can make it out, but we're about to pass Pestiland, and that's the Pestilence is the last uh, last bit of land before we're out in the Weird Kelp. No, I am I am all too familiar with that notion. But perhaps what I, what by I... perhaps by nine a.m. there already may be a change in leadership. She looks and she says. I obviously know what you're talking about. Mm. The idea seems uh, a bit sporadic, a bit thrown together last minute, but <laughs> my namesake isn't just a mispronunciation of my name, so... <laughs> Who are you eyeing as captain? Well, for the time being, Cyclop has uh, the plan put together. She smiles. She says, oh, of course it would be Cyclop. Uh, the fact that Lascalar didn't have her ha- uh, thrown overboard the instant you came back without Estrid, that proves he's a bad captain right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't throw us overboard is perhaps more... Uh, no, you're Scrub Watch. You didn't really register to anyone at all, ever. You're basically... <laughs> you're basically nothing. Uh... The little gnome why says he underestimates that, us. The little gnome says this not to disparage you, just clearly mm-hmm. unaware that like that's not an okay way to talk about people. Mm-hmm. But more of looking at it as like, yeah, as a part, you're not a good, very valuable part. You're a dime a dozen to replace that gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then uh, then chaos sort of lo- uh, looks up at you and says, "So Cyclop, huh? And you think she'd be more willing to?" Uh, to, or you think she'd be more willing to uh, entertain the mithril trebuchet idea? I'm sure she'd be much more open to it than our hmm. current captain. I need a persuasion to see if that convinces uh, yep. to uh, convinces uh, chaos to uh, agree to support your mutiny. Uh, Eighteen. It does. 
because there's the the hope for a mithril trebuchet, uh, <laughs> Chaos is willing to agree. And because she also knows that Lascalar's plan is garbage, um, she is willing to support your mutiny. You've gained the support of an officer. One, but there are still three others. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, um, as that fades away, uh, we cut to... Uh, Let's cut to Jules and uh, and Phil, who have both separately gone downstairs for doctor visits. You both meet in the hallway uh, and kind of like bump into each other. It's a little bit awkward as you're both headed to the infirmary um, and hoping to grab Hacksaw's time here in the middle of the night. Uh, hey, hey, Phil, how's that finger doing? Uh, oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm coming down right now and I'm really hurting. You know, look at my my leg hurts, and I roll up uh, my pant leg, and it's like you can see that the skin's like red hot oh. on my ankle. Going to uh, see Leo then? Yeah, uh, you know, I think my fingers the least of my worries. Um, you know, why don't you talk to Leo first? I think I'm going to be there for a while. Uh, okay, sure. Here, uh, let me see if I can help with that. I'll. Cast. Uh, I, I reach over to his leg and I kind of recoil at first because it's like so hot uh, and clearly infected. <laughs> but um, I kind of reach forward and my um, some of the some of like the bloodiness on my arm kind of fades Ooh. away for a second, and um, I cast false life and. Uh, yeah used necromancy on him. It kind of, uh, I guess it kind of seems like it like shrinks in a little bit and some of the swelling um, just gets uh, a, down a little bit. And, you know, uh, you just gave him dead flesh yeah, that he lives. shrivels a little bit, but yeah. that, that actually might be helpful when I'm on the table, so maybe you should stay around when you're finished up. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, you get, I appreciate uh, it. Get 1d4 plus 4. Temp HP. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, you step in after casting that spell, Jules. You step into the infirmary where you find uh, Leo Hacksaw Calve uh, is sitting there on at his desk, uh, a candle burning low. He's currently uh, giving scritches to one of the ship cats, a long-haired uh, cat that sits there, uh, ignorant of the impending doom, and uh, you can tell Leo is tired but unable to sleep. He looks up as you enter, and he says, Eh, everything okay? I, uh... The boy came down telling me that you got cut, but I explained to him that... Well, he gestures, You're covered in cuts all the time. Yeah, that's, uh... That's actually what I came to talk to you about. Um... I'm sorry for earlier. I know I kind of dismissed you when you asked about it, but... I was wondering if you've ever seen anything like this before. I, I wasn't always like this. Uh, with the invitation, uh, Hacksaw kind of looks at you and puzzles, and, or puzzles for a moment and says, do you mind if I take a peek? Yeah, uh, of course. He kind of gestures, uh, you'd need to take your shirt off so I could see the full extent. I, uh, maybe, do you disrobe? Maybe we can start with just the arms or legs uh he says okay. all right i'm a doctor you know it's uh 
it's customary, but uh, I'll look for just the arms. Uh, and uh, Leo uh, sort of like calls you over to sit at the chair next to him and uh, asks you to put your arm out, and he kind of like folds up your sleeve a bit so you can take a look at it in the candlelight. He holds the candle up and kind of studies and says, from a distance, they look like they're just cuts, but these are patterns and shapes. It's a leaf right there. Who did this tattooing? It's not a tattoo, strictly speaking. Uh, I I think it's some kind of magic. He looks at you and says, magic or magi? And you recall, magi is the uh, brand of magic that's considered sacred by the Mon Magi people. Uh, or magic men, as their name translates, is an ethnic group. But the uh, magi, the magi uh, is basically considered kind of the sacred idea of magic. It's not like a blasphemy to do it. It's just like, hey, this is incredibly important to our spirituality. And as he says, magic or magi, uh, he looks at your hand and he says, I've heard of stencil work like this. In the Onsen Ashepel, it's not uncommon to find it on people who have delved into the darker uh, areas of the uh, Isles. Those areas not where the ancient empire uh, rests, but where the dead walk. He looks at you and he says, Have you ever... Have you ever drowned before? Well, no, I've never drowned, but I did fall once. Uh, his hand kind of pulls away and he says, Tell me, did you see something? How did you... Tell me about this fall. Did you... How did you recover from your fall? Well, I... I don't remember everything. It's a little hazy. But I do remember somebody came and saved me. Um, must have been some wizard or sorcerer or something. I know uh, some magic involved. And, yeah. He mutters under his breath and says, Lonme diabma. And uh, if you know any amount of uh, Mon Magia's language, uh, you recognize that the word Diab translates to devil, uh, and Lonme being sea. Uh, so he basically just said, uh, the sailor's devil is what he cursed under his tongue. Um, and he sort of like recoils from you, not like violently, but like pulls away and he says, misfortune comes to those who sail with the curse of the dove. Uh, the rotting king beneath the waves. And you, he uh, seems unwilling to touch you. You know you know you know who did this? You know what happened? I don't know who or what did it. I but I do know if you wish to find out more. There are shamans in Zilkomnis, back in my home country in the Ancien Ashipel. Uh down there on Grand Ancien, you'd find the you'd find Zilcomnis, richest city in all the world. You go there, they will know what that what made that mark. All I know 
is I was uh, raised told not to touch this brand of magie, not to touch magie offered by Lonme Diab. So you, you can't help me. He kind of raises his hand and say, says, they call me Hacksaw, not Shaman. You know, I don't think this captain is ever going to bring us there. He laughs and he says, huh, and for good reason, too. The mar- the merch or the merchant princes have such a price on Lar- on Lascalara's head. If he goes down into the Onsenasha Bell, he's going to be hunted by every pirate hunter and mercenary in the in the sea. No, there's nowhere Laristrad can really run anymore. People at at, at pestilence hate him because of a, a theft he did. Agdul hates him. The vent, his ship can't survive in the vents, uh, and the whole Ansina Chapelle wants him in the whole Sturge. <laughs> he can't even go to Tretzozil, a treasure island where the pirate council uh, makes their lair after he's been betraying so many pirates. Now that the Nasher knows for certain the Sturge was involved, Laskalar is banned from the council. If he ever goes there, he'll be keelhauled. No, there's nowhere in the whole of the Shattered Isles left for Laskalar, save for the devouring gyre beyond the dead reef. Leo, I hope I can trust you to ask this. I know you have the best interest of the crew in mind over what the captain wants. Do you really think he's the best one to lead this ship? He looks and he says... Oh, God, if you had talked to me earlier today, I would have been all smiles. But no, no, I, I don't. But is there anyone better? When your mind's in battle, can you really change hands? <laughs> if we... If we try to get somebody else to plan, it's too late. The Nasher is almost on us. We're already going. We're almost in the wi- uh, in the weird kelp by now. It's too late to change course. And even if it, we do, well, then the Nasher will catch us while we ho- while we uh, pull up sail and try to turn. It's the weird kelp or the Nasher now. <laughs> it's too late to try and make a change. So is he the best one to lead us? No, I'm sure there's others. Twinkle Toes, maybe. Uh, could see even putting uh, 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 putting Cyclop in power. But uh, no, it's too late to change. A mutiny would only damn us all in the water. When the body's fighting against an infection, uh, it's usually best to cut the thing off. But it's not good to create new problems, new cuts and new wounds within the body. That's just going to scatter the body, leaving it weakened and open to attack from that force penetrating it from the outside. Does that make sense? I'm tired and not one for metaphors. (laughs) I think I understand. There is a plan in motion, you should know. I'd rather have you end up on the better side of it. I, I like you, Leo. Uh, he looks and says, oh, I don't want to know about it. Please, don't. <laughs> don't involve me. Just try and make sure it's not bloody. And know that if you make this happen, and we get caught by the Nasher, every death of every crewmate on this boat is your fault. I hadn't thought about it like that. 
Do you really think we have a chance in the Weird Cup? Uh, he says that uh, I don't know what's out there. I, I don't know what lurks in those evil depths. They say that down there the kelp grows all the way from the deep. All the way from that land beyond beneath the waves. But what I do know is that if the Nasher catches us, not a single soul on this boat will live. It's too late to go to Black Rock to Port Pestilin. <laughs> Black Rock would have us hang, or would have us uh, process. They'd ex- they distill us down to our uh, to our essential uh, functions, as they call them, and then sell what's left to Gold Deer. All because we fly under uh, Lascalar's flag. Seems like we're doomed. He uh, turns back to the cat and he says. That's why I said earlier today I would have smiled, but today, uh, tonight, not so much. And it's you can tell that Hacksaw doesn't seem to be inspired to join your, uh, your, uh, whatever it's called, um, your mutiny. However, he doesn't sound like he's going to turn on you. He just doesn't want to be part of it and is more concerned about the safety of the crew and making sure everyone's alive. But it seems like he's been emotionally beaten by the realization of doom. Hmm. Thanks, Leo. I'll see you. Alright, uh, you leave with more questions than you really had. He mentioned the Sailor's Devil or Lanme Diabmar. Uh, and uh, you are, and he also told you to seek out shamans in the uh, si- the port city of Zilconis in the Isle of Gran Ancien, the capital of the Ancien Echepel, uh and that is a uh, the richest city in all the Shattered Isles and perhaps the world, uh, and that there they may have more answers for you on this Lonme uh, Diabmar. Um, but as you exit the room, uh, you pass by uh, Phil, who's still trying to, you're still waiting in the hall, looking swelly and uncomfortable and uh phil you step into the uh into the infirmary uh where you find uh uh hacksaw looking still morose and you can tell that it almost looks like he might have been about to cry before you stepped in uh he looks up and he kind of smiles broadly and says how's the finger doing uh well, I was telling Jules, I think it's the least of my worries. And uh, maybe I hobble over to a chair next to him. And I uh, I pull off my sandal and I kick up my foot on the table next to him. And it's like he, red and pussy. He looks at it and mutters under his breath. When the body is fighting an infection, the best thing to do is cut it off. I <laughs> aye, um, aye. And as he looks at that and... Uh, you Get realize, back. <laughs> you know, you realize that he immediately realizes that Lascalar is an infection, a problem, and you realize that uh, you offering to have your leg amputated gives you an opportunity to persuade uh, Hacksaw to try and join your crew. Uh, you can make a persuasion check if you'd like, with advantage, on account of getting your leg amputated uh, <laughs> to see if you can persuade or if this uh, sways Hacksaw to join your crew. Now, Hacksaw is a l- person who doesn't want to get embroiled in this kind of thing. He wants the crew's safety, and this is pretty opposed to what he believes is uh, the way to maintain crew safety. So it is hard. 
Uh, this is going to be a DC 20 with advantage to get uh, Hacksaw to want to join your mutiny. That doesn't mean he's against you if you fail. Uh, it just means he won't, like, speak out for you. First one's an 18, and the second one is a 7. Uh, unfortunately, Hacksaw has a moment, but is not persuaded to join. Uh, however, he does tell you that that leg has to go before the infection spreads above the knee. Well, you know, Zelnern told me about maybe the captain's tincture. Isn't that, is that an option, you know, so I could keep this thing? What's that do? Uh, he kind of says, it's milk of the poppy, uh, tincture of poppy. It helps you rest and sleep, calms nerves and dulls pain. Mm. I'm going to need a lot of it tomorrow when the Nasher catches up, if we survive. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I understand. Well... You know, maybe uh, uh, I think I'm going to need a, a whole heaping of it, you know, when I'm walking out of here. I don't know if you could give me some that I can take before bed. But uh, uh, He looks at you and he says, it's possible. Once I cut this thing off, you're going to have trouble walking, obviously. But even with a peg, which we have a sufficient supply of, <laughs> uh, you're going to have trouble uh, getting around tomorrow. You're going to hurt. We can wait. If you'd rather uh, sit on this for a day or two, we can wait, but he looks uncertain says, the longer we wait, the worse this gets. Well, you know, I think it's now or never. You know, I, I you talked to Jules, right? I don't think we're making it until morning. This is my last shot. And you want to have one less leg by morning? <laughs> <laughs> uh it might it might make it harder when I'm fighting the devil in hell, but it'll sure make me feel better when I sleep tonight. Better to die with a body ho- or a body that's hale rather than a body that's suffering, huh? Aye, aye. I understand. So which saw do you want? And he points to his collection of saws, and you can tell there's a sparkle in his eye as he uh, admires his tools. Uh... Leo gets his first bit of joy back, not because he's butchering you, but because uh, he's doing his job and he is helping somebody. And he's doing something tangible. Uh, he does give you a sufficient amount of, uh, of this tincture to try and numb the pain, but there's not a lot of it on board, and it's getting your leg cut off with a hacksaw. So my goal, like, I want to walk out of here with this tincture so I can give that back to the team you know okay um, he will send some with you because you're gonna need it because you'll have lost a leg okay um <laughs> go symptoms all right baby it's now or never uh we don't need to pay attention to the horrible screams coming from below deck as uh as hacksaw carves the leg off of uh off of phil as he takes a serious one for the team uh, <laughs> and, uh <laughs> meanwhile uh Zellner, you've been out i'll let you make it i want a wisdom insight check from you as you've been kind of uh hearing the tone of the group how many people are uh cyclops fan how many people are open to any other leadership how many people are only loyal to lascalar would you get as an insight 13 
13. Um, you, you don't gather too much, but what you do gather is that the, uh, it sounds, seems like the crew is roughly, um, like 20% are pro Lascalar, 80% are pro mutiny. So that's good. Um, what you do find out though, it's not necessarily 80% are pro we let's do it right now, but 80% are open to the idea in your straw poll. Um, what you do find out is that it's probably like 20 or like 30, 40% are like fervent. Let's mutiny. So it's a, it's a big mutiny group. Um, the crew is maybe mind you 40 people. Uh, and what you do find though, is of those like 80% that are open to, uh, uh, to a mutiny about 40, no, sorry. About 40 or 50% are, uh, looking at Cyclops as like, yeah, that's why we're doing it is because of her where 50% are looking at, well, I just want someone other than Lascalar and a different plan, but they don't necessarily hate the rival or the other officers. So it sounds like, um, Cyclops has 50% of the 80%. So 40% of the total crew want Cyclops as captain. 40% are on the fence and are willing to have anyone, and 20% want Lascalar. So it sounds like it's... What'd you say? Our time to shine. Yeah, so it looks like you could swoop in and get that uh, matched percentage to uh, Cyclops and maybe win over a few in the moment. Uh, It's up in the air, and it is a possibility uh, meanwhile, uh, Celeste, you were trying to speak with young Amory. Uh, you find the boy is asleep in his bunk, um, and uh, you can wake him up if you want to talk to him, but he is asleep because it's four in the morning. Oh, no, I'm not going to wake him up. That's a little creepy. All right. <laughs> so Morning, little boy. You want to see what's in the car? <laughs> so, you, so you just watch him sleep instead. That's fine. Um uh, you may be find the child. He reminds you of your brother. You have that moment of like remembering your family and remembering that you are here to help restore your family's home. So as you see this young boy, you kind of feel an attachment to make him safe, or are you kind of like, ha, but you're not my family. You're a dirty Agdalander. Get out of here. No, I, I want to make him feel safe. So I like yeah. keep in mind of like, I kind of like keep, like, in my peripheral to make sure I know where he is type feeling. Do you do a Taroka reading about his fate? Go ahead and draw a card. See what uh, see what the fate has to say about what will happen Uh-oh. to uh, young Amory. Ooh, it's a good one. The Dark Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is the One of Swords is what I see. Isn't that, like, mercenary? No, that's the Four of Swords. The One of Swords is the Avenger. Oh, that's not a good sign. Which is justice and revenge for great wrongs. Which makes sense, you know, because he was orphaned and then, like, pretty much kidnapped by this leech of a man. So, So, uh, and he got lied to and stuck at this door when he just wanted lemon tarts. As you hear that... Uh, that's how you choose to interpret it, but you wonder if other fates are conspiring to interpret when you look into the fate of this child and you see the Avenger appear, uh, and you reference to a great wrong and justice and revenge for such a thing. Uh, yeah. you're not same- sure. 
if it's I... heat will get vengeance or if it's uh you will need to get vengeance for him yeah uh, and i also have like simultaneously because this is part of my personality is i have this like side vision of an impending doom of like big storms coming in and i just try to like quickly like kind of like an anxious thought like try to push it and shove it out as i draw the avenger all right um and uh maybe he'll take revenge on whoever lied to him about uh lemon lemon tarts well yeah that is a great injustice uh it was wrong and like we were all wrong we all wanted lemon tarts we were all equally disappointed everyone was let down by crab claw (laughs) it's crab claw you want to go after so, um, as Crabclaw's doom is sealed in the hands of young Amory, uh, the, uh, you withdraw from there. And uh, so, you have successfully won, uh, won Chaos, the bosun, to your side. Uh, you have not won uh, the ship's doctor, Hacksaw, to your side. Um, and Zelnern has confirmed that you have about as much... You don't have support yet, but you have the potential to gain the support in the moment of as many people as support Cyclops, and also a confidence that the mutiny is nearly an assured thing, because 80% of people are open to a mutiny because the idea of sailing into the weird kelp where no ship ought to be, into the land that's just marked here be monsters, uh, appeals to very few people, especially when combined with Lascalar's lack of uh, credibility and lack of confidence in his own plan, his inability to even keep his nerves calm, and the fact that uh, it seems like uh, Cyclops, or rather the uh, the island crew, the treasure bringers, uh, uh, have managed to uh, uh, win everyone a bonus ration of grog when Laskalar refused to give them anything but their normal biscuits. Um, and because of this, you maybe even get a few hours of sleep, a bit of winks and hope, as you know that the uh, Nasher gains but you sail past Black Rock, past where pestilence, uh, the port pestilence can be found, and into those strange waters of the weird kelp. Hey there, it's your second favorite bard, Phil Collins. What's going on? Um, thank you so much for listening. Please know that it means the world to us. You are our favorite chaotic normies. Um, Please rate and review us on iTunes. Share with your friends. Follow us on platforms. uh, Facebook, Chaotic Normal Podcast. Instagram, Chaotic Normal Pod. Twitter, Chaotic Norm Pod. All three of those are different. Uh, Please just Google it right now. It's really important that uh, everyone does their due diligence and their research online. And we will be back to find out the thrilling conclusion of if the mutiny succeeds um, or if sweet Amory ever gets his lemon cakes or if Ruber and Phil seduce Crabclaw. Who can say? Um, thank you so much. Bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.